your excellency, cried Oblonsky. Whom are you meeting? My mother, Vronsky responded, smiling. And you, Steva responded. I've come to meet a pretty woman, said Oblonsky. My sister, Anna. You know her, no doubt? I think I do. I really am not sure, Vronsky answered, with a vague recollection of something tedious evoked by the name Karenina. But Alexei Alexandrovich, my celebrated brother-in-law, you surely must know, Steva went on. All the world knows him. I know him by reputation and by sight, Vronsky inclined his head. I know that he's clever, learned, religious, but you know, that's not in my line. He finished in England. The approach of the train was now evident by the hustle in the station. Through the frosty vapour, workmen in short sheepskins could be seen crossing the rails. The engine had already whistled in the distance. A few instants later, the platform was quivering, and with puffs of steam, the engine rolled up. Vronsky, at the door of his mother's compartment, stepped to make room for a lady who was getting out. With the insight of a man of the world, he classified her as belonging to the best society. He begged pardon, and was entering the carriage, but he felt he must glance at her once more. Not that she was very beautiful, nor on account of her elegance and grace— but because in the expression of her face there was something peculiarly caressing and soft. As he looked around, she too turned her head. Her shining grey eyes under the thick lashes rested with friendly attention on his face. In that brief look, Vronsky had time to notice the suppressed eagerness which played over her face, the faint smile that curved her red lips. It was as though her nature were so brimming over with something that, against her will showed itself now in the flash in her eyes. Vronsky stepped into the carriage. His mother, a dried-up old lady, gave her wrinkled hand to her son to kiss, then kissed him on the cheek. "'You had a good journey?' he asked, involuntarily listening to a woman's voice outside the door. "'Goodbye, Ivan Petrovich,' she was saying, "'and would you see if my brother is here?' Vronsky understood now that this was Madame Karenina. "'Your brother is here,' he said, turning to her. "'Excuse me, I did not know you. Our acquaintance has been so slight,' he bowed, "'that no doubt you do not remember me.' "'Oh, now,' she said, "'I should have known you, because your mother and I have been talking, I think, of nothing but you all the way.' At that moment she caught sight of her brother and stepped out to meet him. He turned to his mother and gave her his arm, but just as they were getting out of the carriage, several men suddenly ran by with panic-stricken faces. Obviously, something unusual had happened. The crowd, who had left the train, was running back again. What? Where? they were saying. Flung himself! Crushed! Steva, with his sister on his arm, turned back as well. They too looked scared. A guard, who had not heard the train moving back, had been caught in its path and been crushed. Oh, how awful, said Oblonsky, turning to Vronsky, and his wife was there. It was awful to see her. She flung herself on the body. They say he was the only support for the immense family. Couldn't we do anything for her? asked Madame Karenina in an agitated whisper. Vronsky glanced at her and immediately left them. When he came back a little later, he took his mother's arm. Let's be off, let's be off, he said. As they moved away, the stationmaster overtook them. You gave my assistant two hundred roubles, he said to Vronsky. Would you kindly explain for whose benefit you intended them? For the widow, said Vronsky quickly. As they went outside, people were still talking of the tragedy of what happened. 
What a horrible death, said a gentleman passing by. On the contrary, I think it's the easiest, instantaneous, observed another. Madame Karenina seated herself in the carriage, and her brother saw with surprise that it was with difficulty that she restricted her tears. What is it, Anna? he asked. It's an omen of evil, she whispered. Anna found the Oblonsky household in a turmoil. Children neglected, Dolly miserable, wanting to leave Steva, but still unable to make up her mind. What's to be done? she asked Anna. I fully realize your suffering, Anna said gently. Only I don't know. I don't know how much love there is still in your heart for him, whether there is enough for you to be able to forgive him. If there is, forgive him. Dolly smiled wanly, then embraced Anna, saying, My dear, how glad I am you came. It was there at the Oblonskys that Anna saw Kitty, Dolly's sister. Kitty knew Anna.